Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Hey, welcome into Rudy Maxa's world again. If you're here for the second hour, nice to have you have you back. I hope you're having a lovely weekend, and I hope we can help contribute to that with some uh, interesting conversation about travel. We've got some travel deals, got some travel news, got some travel guests, got a couple travel callers, I think, uh, coming up this hour. Um, nice to have you aboard. Uh, this hour, as I said, we've got a full menu of guests, callers, travel news, and deals, so make yourself comfortable. We're going to take a global perspective on things as we chat with author Rachel Friedman, whose new book is called The Good Girl's Guide to Getting Lost, a memoir of three continents, two friends, and one unexpected adventure. It's going to be published next week by Random House, and my first question, of course, will be to ask her to explain the title, The Good Girl's Guide to Getting Lost. Uh, then we're going to visit with journalist Way, uh, excuse me, Jay Waljasper. He's a National Geographic Traveler contributing editor. He's written about the revival of the neighborhood, the local neighborhood, for many years now. And he's turned his attention more currently to what he calls the commons in a new book called All That We Share. And you might not look at the world or your world quite the same way after you hear what Jay has to say. At the end of the hour, I have a couple of travel deals, but first let's take a look at the week's travel news. You may recall that uh, horrific bus crash that killed 15 people on I-95 in the Bronx. Uh, the passenger bus was returning visitors from the Mohegan Sun Casino in Connecticut to Chinatown when the bus went off the road and a highway sign sliced through the vehicle. Um, this was two weeks ago, as I recall. The driver said a truck clipped him, but that's not quite what one of the surviving witnesses said. He said the driver had been nodding off and that there was no truck that clipped him, that he fell asleep and, and uh, the result was 15 people killed. It turns out the driver who survived had previously had his license suspended for allegedly using aliases when applying for his commercial driver's license. As an aside, he also had a criminal record of manslaughter and grand larceny. Well, New York City has cracked down now on other drivers this week. They're starting to review everybody's credentials. And this week, they arrested two Queens bus drivers who also lied on their applications for licenses. One had been working as a driver under a phony name and license for the last 11 years. One of the few passengers who survived that crash, incidentally, has filed a $200 million lawsuit. And on Tuesday, a Queens-based charter bus company packed with Korean tourists returning from a sightseeing trip to Canada overturned on an icy stretch of a New Hampshire highway. Uh, the result wasn't, was nowhere near as uh, drastic as the previous accident we were talking about. In this case, 23 passengers were injured. No deaths. Beginning in the spring of 2012, on a happier note, Crystal Cruises is going to go all-inclusive in the most luxurious of ways. Fine wines and premium spirits will be complimentary throughout the ship with open bar service in all lounges, as well as prepaid tips for housekeeping, bar, and dining staff. That puts an end to that worrisome problem of uh, who you should tip and how much. So your tips will be included for everybody. You don't have to hand anybody anything at the during the cruise or after the cruise or before the cruise. And uh, it's drinks on the house, apparently premium liquors and and, uh, and they call them fine wines, available 24-7 on board uh, any Crystal Cruise ship. Uh, goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. But there's more. There's a lot more, actually. Also included in these in the all-inclusive price is uh, dining and specialty restaurants, including the cuisine of Nobu Matsuhisa, 
Matsuhisha, sorry, and uh, Piera Salavaggio. Uh, you'll be served high tea on the house. Ice cream and frozen yogurt bars open, and there's no tab for you. Gym, steam saunas and whirlpools, fitness classes such as spinning and group Pilates, golf lessons with PGA pros, walk on water, I don't know what this is, walk on water weighted vests and Nordic pole walking equipment. Sounds scary. Uh, Yamaha keyboard classes. <laughs> Want to learn to play an electric piano? Yamaha keyboard classes are free, too. Or, I'm sorry, not free, but included in your all-inclusive. Berlitz language classes are included. Paddle tennis, computer technology classes. Sounds like a floating university. Art classes, dance lessons, self-service laundries, twice-daily housekeeping with nightly turndown service, and 24-hour room service, all included in your price on a crystal cruise beginning in spring of 2012. And that is not the complete list. You can find more information at Crystal Cruises. Well, everyone who flies Delta knows that red-headed flight attendant who delivers the pre-flight safety announcement on the airline's video screens. She's the one with the prominent lipstick. Uh, she, and she also, I love it, she wags her finger like a mother, like an angry mother. I love it. She wags her finger at you and she says, there is no smoking allowed anywhere on the airplane. Well, Air New Zealand Airlines has gone even further, I should say Air New Zealand, has gone even further with a video safety briefing. It features a 78-year-old grandmother streaking naked down the aisle of an aircraft packed with rugby fans. I am not kidding you. And that's actually just one element in that video that's so bizarre. It is a legitimate safety announcement, but it's a uh, it's high camp safety announcement. You can see it on YouTube. It's called Air New Zealand Crazy About Rugby. So go to YouTube.com after the show, of course, because you don't want to miss this, a minute of this show. And search for Air New Zealand Crazy About Rugby. As of Saturday morning, as of Saturday morning, more than 800,000 people around the world had clicked to watch to watch an airline safety announcement. Uh, and if you've never seen the Delta Redhead, uh, watch that one too. Um, we got to get all airlines competing. You should have like a, you know, advertising agencies have a, have award ceremonies every year for the most clever or most creative ads. Uh, um, we should start something for safety announcements among the world's airlines. Um, the naked grandmother, well, she's an Auckland native who began appearing in commercials after she was discovered by a talent agent outside a New Zealand supermarket five years ago. It goes to show you, fame and fortune can strike anywhere, anytime, even if you're 80 years old or 78 years old. Uh, speaking of flight attendants, that threat of a strike by flight attendants at American Airlines has seemed to fade this week. The National Mediation Board indicated it would probably not declare negotiations between the company and the flight attendants union at an impasse. That's a necessary step before workers are allowed to strike at any airline. It's federal law. American is expected to lose money this year. Other airlines are making money. American, uh, you know, American was one of the few airlines that didn't uh, declare bankruptcy uh, during the recession, which meant its flight attendants' uh, pensions uh, were left intact. Um, and it's paying the price. It did not get to cut its costs as much as some of its competitors did. And uh, it's expected to lose money this year. And negotiations between the union and the airline are going to continue. So threat of strike apparently lifted for the moment. Go ahead and book those American Airlines tickets with confidence. Remember, you can't book an American Airlines ticket anymore on Expedia or Orbitz. Is it Orbitz? Yeah, Orbitz. Uh, Priceline still has them. Travelocity still has them. But American is feuding with uh, the other guys um, about the middleman who takes a percentage of each ticket. American doesn't want to pay that middleman and wants to link directly. And Expedia and uh, 
orbits. They're, uh, I, I'm sure both are suffering as a result, both American and exp- and the third-party websites. We'll see if they sort it out. Uh, and very early Thursday morning, an enormous ball of fire erupted across the dark sky near Miami's airport. About 40% of the airport's jet fuel and storage tanks went up in flames. It caused one of the largest flight disruptions in recent Miami history, more than 200 flight cancellations, and at the height of tour the tourism season in South Florida, no less. Investigators suspect the fires may have been caused by an electrical malfunction in the complex of pipes that run underground at the airport. That's this week's travel news. Stick around. We're going to come right back and find out how a good girl got lost and wrote a book about it. Don't go away. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. <coughs> On average, a smoker will die 15 to 20 years earlier than a non-smoker. Quit risking your life. Quit spending all your hard-earned money. Quit worrying about dirty looks. Take your freedom back and switch to American Blue Tip, the hassle-free electronic cigarette that looks, feels, and tastes just like the real thing. It's not real smoke, just water vapor. Crazy. I can finally relax without sucking in all those chemicals and tar. No secondhand smoke. Quit thinking about it. Make the switch to American Blue Tip right now. It's everything you love about smoking without the tar, tobacco, and carcinogens. You won't even miss cigarettes. Call now. Now for your risk-free trial of American Blue Tip. Call 1-800-604-3206. That's 1-800-604-3206. Quit stalling and switch right now. Call 1-800-604-3206. That's 1-800-604-3206. I'm excited for our newest beer for this spring, Samuel Adams Noble Pills. It's our take on a classic Bohemian Pills. We use all five European Noble hops for a beautiful hop aroma. Samuel Adams Noble Pils is crisp and refreshing with a bright golden color. Ah, perfect for a crisp spring day. We brew it for just a couple of months, so try the new Samuel Adams Noble Pils today before it's too late. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Save it responsibly. AutoZone. Putting off a brake job can have a huge impact on your car's safety. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Your braking system is one of your car's most important safety features. So head to AutoZone for everything you need to do a complete brake job. It's the only place to find quality Duralast pads, rotors, and components, and the right place to get advice on doing the job yourself. Don't take chances with your safety. Get to AutoZone today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show. I'm Rudy Maxa, a.k.a. The Savvy Traveler. Nice to have you aboard in our second hour. Um, Rachel Friedman is, by her own description and the title of her book, A Good Girl. But she didn't do what good girls are supposed to do during college, which is get your college degree and go off and find a good job or a good husband. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be sexist with the latter. Rachel, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Rachel's got a new book. It's called The Good Girl's Guide to Getting Lost, subtitle, 
a memoir of three continents, two friends, and one unexpected adventure. All right, set the scene for us, Rachel. Um, you're going to college where and what happened? Sure. Well, I actually, I was in college studying music. Where were you? For my first two years. I was in Boston at Boston University. Okay. And I'd been a very serious musician for most of my young life. And once I got to college, I realized that that wasn't the direction I wanted to head in. So I, I gave it up, and I felt very lost at the time and very confused about what I was now going to do with my life. And instead of um, trying to figure that out by trying on careers, I thought I'm going to get even more lost and go abroad. Had you got your degree by then? I actually, the first summer um, that I went abroad, the first summer that's detailed in the book, I was a junior. I just finished my junior year. And were your, your parents were supportive, perhaps, of you going abroad, yes? My parents were supportive. They were a little bit nervous that I was spending my junior summer abroad instead of getting an internship, um, you know, sort of trying on careers. But, yeah, they were supportive. Are you an only child? I'm not. I have okay. um, three brothers and a sister. And where are you in the birth order? I'm the youngest. You're the youngest, so you are the baby in the family. I am. Yeah. And you're expected to be a good girl. I was, and I was always a very good girl, very diligent student, very hard worker, and not very spontaneous, um, not the kind of person that would go off and Would do something adventure. like that. Exactly. So you went off to where, Ireland? I went to Ireland first for the summer, yep, and then I met an Australian girl there who I hit it off with, and she invited me to come live with her in Australia, and so after I graduated... I took off again, and I went to Australia with her, and then we traveled to South America together. Hang on, hang on. Let's let's do that. Okay, so you graduated. Now it's mm -hmm. time to get a job. That's what good yes. girls do. Yes. Um, how did the parents feel about you going to Australia upon graduation? They were even more nervous than taking the summer because now, you know, I was legitimate. I had my degree. I could have gone and, and been very employable, and now I was deciding that I was going to scrap that and just go abroad instead. Did you have a plan when you went to Australia? I had no plan. I had a work visa for four months, and so I knew that I could support myself um, with whatever job I could get. I ended up waitressing, and then I spent the rest of the time traveling. And that led to more travel, didn't it? That led to more travel, yes. After that, um, my friend Carly, the Australian who I was staying with, said, well, why don't we go backpacking in South America? And that oh, that must have thrilled the parental idea. units. The parental <laughs> units must have been delighted with backpacking in South America. That's where they really tried to draw the line. Yeah, I think that they, uh, they held in their opinions pretty well for Australia and Ireland. But once I said South America, they got very nervous. And backpacking. Yes, and backpacking. So is around your family dinner table, is Carly seen as the devil? <laughs> no, I don't think so, but uh, I don't know. I've never asked them that question. All right. Now, how are you supporting yourself while you're doing this? Or did you save money from waitressing in Australia? Exactly. I'd saved money waitressing. Um, I'd waitressed over in the U.S. too before I went to Australia. But because I was working in Australia, I didn't have to spend all that money I'd, I'd saved up in the States, and I had a little leftover. And we traveled extremely cheaply. I mean, as cheaply as you can possibly imagine, you know, five dollars a day. And you're how old at this day. point? And how many dollars a day? $10 a day, maybe. There's, a, there's your next book, uh, 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 Rachel. Now, uh, tell me, how, uh, how old were you at this point? Were you 23, 24? I was 22 at this point. Okay. And how long did you spend backpacking around South America? We spent three months in South America. Where were you there? I was in, I landed in Argentina, and then we traveled, the majority of the time we were in Bolivia, which was wonderful, and then Peru, and then a little bit of time in Chile. 
All right. Now, for all the parents in the world who are listening, yeah. and I get phone calls and I get emails, I have over the years many times from parents saying, I, I don't know what to do. My daughter wants to go, you know, backpacking in Europe or South America. I don't get a lot of South American ones. Uh, that's even more worrisome because Americans aren't so familiar with that continent. Right. Um, for all the parents out there who are listening going, oh, please don't ever let my daughter do this. <laughs> what do you have to say to them? Um, what I have to say is that this is a rite of passage, and I know that it is difficult to let your child go, and I know that you have worries, but um, I think that it's an important experience to have, and I think it's an experience that makes people stronger and wiser and more mature and is positive overall. And is your mother hoping that someday you have a 21-year-old daughter who wreaks her revenge on you? I'm sure she is. I'm sure she is, <laughs> and I'm sure <laughs> okay. I will. All right, so you're backpacking around uh, South America for three months. Then what happened? Oh, we went into a bar, didn't you? Stopped in a bar. I stopped in a bar in South America. Yes, an Irish, an Irish bar. bar. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I met uh, a Kiwi, a New Zealander there, and he was with two of his friends. And we ended up having a South American romance that eventually, um, much, much later on, ended up in us getting married. And his name is? His name is Martin. Now, when you reported to your parents that you'd had sort of fallen in love or found a boyfriend in South mm -hmm. America, were they, and he was from New Zealand, were they even more thrilled? Um, yeah. I mean, I really was just <laughs> piling on, you know, <laughs> piling on the good stuff here. Yeah, they were, uh, they were concerned, you know, that's the, that's the sort of theme of, of those years. They were very concerned for me, but they love Martin, and um, luckily he was willing to come to the U.S., and, and we live here for now, but we spent a lot of time in New Zealand, and I love New Zealand. It's a beautiful country. All right. What prompted you to uh, to write this book? What I mean, did you wake up one morning and just go, hey, this is a fun story? Well, what really prompted me is that, especially once I started backpacking in South America, but even before, even in Ireland and Australia, I was meeting a lot of other travelers, but I wasn't meeting a lot of other American travelers. When Americans were there, they, were, they tended to be in big groups or they were studying abroad. They weren't really solo travelers as much as people from Australia, New Zealand, Canada, you know, a lot of other countries. And I started to wonder, you know, why don't we do this? Why don't we consider this a rite of passage? Um, why aren't there more Americans on the road? And I, I felt like there was a story to tell people because it seems very daunting, you know, to undertake this long-term travel. And many of my friends are asking, you know, how did you do this? How did you pay for it? How, how did it go for you? Weren't you lonely? All these questions. And I thought, we need, we need a book out there, you know, that gives the experience of someone who's gone off and, and done this because it's very common in other countries to take this gap year, take this time to travel. My guest is Rachel Freeman. She's the Friedman. She's the author of a new book called Well, it actually comes out this week called yeah. The Good Gu Good Girl's Guide to Getting Lost: A Memoir of Three Continents, Two Friends, and One Unexpected Adventure. Uh, Rachel, one of the reviewers uh, said, uh, "Watching the narrator evolve from a fearful, immature young woman into a take-charge traveler is a pleasure." Were you a fearful, immature young woman? <laughs> Well, it's maybe a bit on the far end of the spectrum, but I was certainly, I was I was a very protected child. I was very independent, but I didn't have a lot of experiences, um, and I certainly hadn't done anything like this before. So, yeah, I was scared. I grew up in upstate New York in Syracuse, and I lived there, you know, the first 18 years of my life, and then I went off to college. So there wasn't a lot of precedent for this kind of um, behavior. And what do you do now for a living? What, is, what does Martin do? 
Martin works in branding, actually, at a company here in New York, and I am still writing, and I teach at John Jay in the city in Manhattan. I see you live in New York now. Yes, we live in All New right. York. Now, um, what, what, I asked you what you would tell parents yes. if their daughter did what you did. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mean to make it sound like some terrible thing. It was wonderful. <laughs> right. uh, but if they did something that makes parents get a little worried, what do you tell students who might be listening? Um, you know, students too, it's scary to go off on your own and they have their own set of reservations. What I would tell them is that it will change your life and, and you should go for it. And it's scary and that's okay that it's scary, but go anyways. And I think that advice, I shouldn't limit it to students. It can apply to somebody who's 60 years old who's not done much traveling, doesn't it? Can it? Absolutely. I think that you can take time to travel, you know, at any point in your life when you have a transition um, between jobs or between life events, anytime you can go, you should go. Okay. And you have some trips coming up? I do. I'm hoping to go to Russia um, this summer and the Ukraine, which is where my ancestors are from. I'm going to do a little research into my own background. Okay. Well, we wish you the best. Is Rachel Friedman your maiden name? Friedman is my maiden name, yes. Your maiden name. Okay. Well, it's a lovely having you on the show, Rachel, and I wish you uh, Godspeed on your trip to Eastern Europe this summer. And uh, the book comes out like Tuesday or something, doesn't it? Tuesday, yep. Well, congratulations on your first book. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Nice to talk to you. Rachel Friedman is the author of the book called The Good Girl's Guide to Getting Lost. It's published by Bantam Books, a division of Random House. And the subtitle is A Memoir of Three Continents, Two Friends, and One Unexpected Adventure. I didn't ask her, but I'm sure the friend is uh, Carly, who she met in Ireland, who convinced her to come to Australia after she graduated. And I bet the other friend is named Martin, the man she met in an Irish bar in Chile, I believe. Uh, Stick around. When we come back, uh, we'll talk with Jay Wall Jasper about... Well, I'll let Jay describe it to you. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transportation to the hospital of your choice. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit MedJet.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. I'm excited for our newest beer for this spring, Samuel Adams Noble Pills. It's our take on a classic bohemian pills. We use all five European noble hops for a beautiful hop aroma. Samuel Adams Noble Pills is crisp and refreshing with a bright golden color. Perfect for a crisp spring day. We brew it for just a couple of months, so try the new Samuel Adams yeah. Noble Pills today before it's too late. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Safe responsibly. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. 
Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. It is, what time is it actually? It's 33 minutes after the hour. Nice to have you aboard this weekend. I hope you're enjoying your weekend. And nice to have you on America's Most Widely Syndicated Travel Show. My old friend Jay Wall Jasper is uh, joining us. Jay has always had an interest in local communities and making life better in your immediate world. He's written for National, he's a contributing editor with National Geographic Traveler and has written for about every great magazine in the world. He's got a new book out. It's called All That We Share. Now listen to this subhead. This, this is a book that promises promises a whole lot. How to save the economy, the environment, the internet, democracy, our communities, and everything else that belongs to all of us. Jay, are you running for president? Uh, no, no, not at all. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a big promise in a subtitle of a book. <laughs> yeah, and, and I stand by it, actually. I think the, this idea of the commons, that there, we don't pay enough attention to things we all own together, has powerful implications for doing a lot of good stuff. All right, what does that mean, the commons? What do you mean that we all own together? What do I own together with other people? Well, it's, you know, you start, you know, the physical, the natural environment, the sky, the air, national parks are good places to start. But also, let's face it, the Internet actually is owned by everybody. And the streets in our cities, the public spaces in our cities are owned by everybody. Even scientific knowledge and Shakespeare's plays and uh, the beauty of a sunset, nobody, nobody can charge you for those things. And it's a big part of our lives that we tend to overlook. Hmm. Okay, what are we to do with this? Well, the first thing is just to kind of realize it and realize, hey, I own some really important stuff out there. And the second thing is to um, pull it together and say, hey, you know, in some cases, these things are being taken away from us. People are privatizing this stuff that really should be there for the benefit of everyone. For example? Well, for example, a lot of cities, the municipal water supply has been privatized, put over to a private company, and suddenly, you know, the rates go up and sometimes the quality goes down. Certainly, we've seen, you know, places that we all love to go visit in our hometown, suddenly there's a big fence put up and it becomes someone's private property. I mean, so I think just a lot of places, uh, a lot of things are copyrighted. You know, someone, once, you know, McDonald's says, I'm loving it, you can't say I'm loving it without <laughs> McDonald's <laughs> saying, you owe us money. I mean, so... <laughs> <laughs> so there's this kind of encroachment on these things we all own together are everywhere. But the good news is there is still a lot of great stuff out there that we can really appreciate. And, you know, it's at the heart of travel. You know, oh, um, National parks. Yes, national parks. And, in fact, uh, you know, one of the great commons I think people forget about, and everybody lives right next to one, is a street. You know, at one time, you know, we all love to go to Europe or all love to go to Asia where, you know, the pedestrians kind of take over the streets, and, at least in some places. And uh, we've lost that in a lot of places in America. You know, the street is just simply, you know, uh, a no-go zone for anybody but cars. But, you know, boy, isn't it fun to just walk down a pedestrian street in Paris or Quebec City or someplace like that. And so that's just that's a place to start. Or I happen today. to know that you don't just walk down streets. You bike everywhere in the I Twin Cities. Everywhere. You yeah. live in Minneapolis-St. Paul, and I know because I live in St. Paul, and you live... Fairly far away, that you bike to have lunch with me, as I recall. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and bike trails are kind of one of the great new commons that are being created. And people, you know, the National Association of Realtors actually says that the second most important thing in in 2010 for people buying a house was they wanted access to a bike trail or a walking trail. And uh, because it's just, and you know, the great thing about public spaces, and you know, this is for both in our daily lives and when we're traveling, is that it's just wonderful to be out among people. And, uh, yeah, sure, you know, privacy is a great thing, but it gets really boring after a while. 
But, you know, when you're in a public space and there's people around, you can watch them, the, the great parade of life, the great carnival of humanity there, and, and uh, sit in a sidewalk cafe and order yourself your favorite drink and just watch the world go by. I mean, that is just wonderful fun. And those places have that energy because they belong to everybody. Everyone can go there. Everyone can hang out. And we're kind of the beneficiaries. Jay Walsh Jasper is my guest. He's a journalist and author. His new book is called All That We Share. It's available in paperback at, uh, well, Amazon.com, or you can go to jwalljasper.com and check it out. Um, so if I read All That We Share, I put that book down, do, do I feel empowered? Do I feel newly appreciative? What 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 is the bottom line that I should take away? Well, I hope you do feel empowered because, in a sense, you know, the commons are this great inheritance that everybody gets an equal share of, but we kind of forget about it. We tend to sort of neglect it. You know, a lot of great commons, um, unfortunately, are not very well taken care of anymore, you know, in the, in the sense that people just, you know, the, the grass isn't cut in the park and the library hours are, you know, being cut all the time and things like that. So, so we're danger in losing it. Boy, boy, it's out there and it's for us. And, and um, you know, I think... The idea of right in your own hometown um, to think about the things that are sort of common, that belong to us all. And, you know, we, we spend a lot of our, our, our life in the private realm. But, you know, what's really fun is to step out into that public realm. And uh, I think probably we do a better job of exploring all the wonderful public spaces when we're traveling than we are when we're in our own community. Ah, and now so, we're getting to it. This is as one of my mantras. We only have 30 seconds left, Jay, but sort of appreciating what's in your own backyard. You can travel in the block behind yours. Absolutely. If you keep the spirit of adventure and keep the spirit of exploration, you're on, you can be on vacation, you know, five days a week. Oh, that's great. That is great. Jay, well, uh, I will commend this book to our listeners. I also notice if you contribute $40 or more to On the Commons, according to your website, get two copies of the book, one that's for right. you and one for your local public library. Yeah, that's great. And, and uh, On the Commons is the group with which I wrote the book. All that we share is the book. Jay Wall Jasper is the author. Check it out. Jay, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks, Rudy. Bye-bye. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. <coughs> on average, a smoker will die 15 to 20 years earlier than a non-smoker. Quit risking your life. Quit spending all your hard-earned money Quit worrying about dirty looks. Take your freedom back and switch to American Blue Tip, the hassle-free electronic cigarette that looks, feels, and tastes just like the real thing. It's not real smoke, just water vapor. Crazy. I can finally relax without sucking in all those chemicals and tar. No secondhand smoke. Quit thinking about it. Make the switch to American Blue Tip right now. It's everything you love about smoking without the tar, tobacco, and carcinogens. You won't even miss cigarettes. Call now. Now for your risk-free trial of American Blue Tip. Call 1-800-604-3206. That's 1-800-604-3206. Quit stalling and switch right now. Call 1-800-604-3206. That's 1-800-604-3206. Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? If a tree falls in the forest and no one is around, does it make a noise?
Yep. Be like the 4 million who switched to GEICO last year and you too could start saving money. For a free rate quote, visit GEICO.com to see how much you could save. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. AutoZone. Putting off a brake job can have a huge impact on your car's safety. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Your braking system is one of your car's most important safety features. So head to AutoZone for everything you need to do a complete brake job. It's the only place to find quality Duralast pads, rotors, and components. And the right place to get advice on doing the job yourself. Don't take chances with your safety. Get to AutoZone today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. I'm excited for our newest beer for this spring, Samuel Adams Noble Pils. It's our take on a classic bohemian pils. We use all five European noble hops for a beautiful hop aroma. Samuel Adams Noble Pils is crisp and refreshing with a bright golden color. Ah, perfect for a crisp spring day. We brew it for just a couple of months, so try the new Samuel Adams Noble Pils today before it's too late. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Safe responsibly. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transportation to the hospital of your choice. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit MedJet.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under Radio Sponsors for more info. Rudy Maxa back with you, a.k.a. The Savvy Traveler, 43 minutes after the hour. I know that, that, that my shows are we, we are very heavy on the guests because I love to keep them coming at you. But uh, we, we do appreciate your calls, and we want to take a couple today. Let's go to Los Angeles. Jeff is on the line. Jeff, uh, I understand uh, you've got a debate going on about the best time to visit Paris in your household. I do, Rudy. Thanks for taking my call. I love your show, by the way. Thank you very much. What's the issue here? Well, the issue is my wife and I want to travel to Paris um, with another couple. We, we do travel around sometimes together. And there's a little debate going on about the best time to go to Paris. They're suggesting July. And I, we've heard some weird things about going to Paris in July, and I want your opinion because we trust you. Well, thank you. Well, I think you're. I'm going to side with you. I think July is probably the second worst month to visit Paris, beat only by August. Uh, August is bad because, first of all, everybody in France takes off literally for the entire month. So stores are closed. All kinds of things are closed. Restaurants are closed. July's second worst. Uh, a lot of restaurants are closed. And if uh, if if eating in Paris is is an important part of your trip. You, that important. may suffer. It is yes. very important. Yes, very. Well, I would suggest a spring trip. I mean, uh, you know, you know, there's a reason there's a song called April in Paris, and I think a movie, too, if I'm not mistaken. But yes. uh, certainly May is lovely. I wouldn't, you know, June is okay, but if you can go early June, you know, it's the old thing about when school is out, uh, parents can travel more, and so the planes are more crowded, the fares are up, the streets are more crowded, the hotels are charging more. The ideal time, I think, would be May uh, and September and October. Wow, great. All right. That's, I think that settles the argument. 
All right. Well, you go back and tell those family members, uh, the old savvy traveler told you this, and Jeff, have a great visit. I mean, it's just, have you not been to Paris before? I've never been. No, very excited about it. Never been. All right, so I'll put in a plug. Go to maxa.tv and pick up uh, my DVD on Paris. I think it might give you an overview that will help you uh, focus your attention when you get there. I'm doing it right now. Thanks for calling, Jeff. All right. Thank you, Rudy. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow, lucky guy, lucky guy uh, going to Paris. Uh, do we, uh, we got another call from Doris in Delray Beach, Florida. Doris, you with us? Yeah, hi. How are you? Hi, you know, and I, some of our listeners who weren't tuning in earlier may not have heard, we had an interview with the, uh, the president of Home Exchange, which is one of uh, several websites that allow, pe- allow people to swap their homes with other folks in other parts of the world. And I understand you've done that a lot. I have done that over 26 times and probably been to over 40 different homes. 26 and, times? Yes. Uh, we just love it. It is the most exciting, adventurous and heartwarming thing you could ever do, and I wish everyone in the world would do it. And with this economy, there couldn't be anything better. No. We do homes and cars. Is there a, is there a particular website that you use a lot? I use um, Home Exchange, which is homelink.org. They're the longest um, one listed. It started off with teachers in 1953, and he's kind of like your big brother in each country. They have a, say, president, and they oversee things for you if there's a problem. Like I had last year, I had a, a cancellation from Phuket. They put out a sentence to say I had a problem. I had so many people respond to me that I had so many places to choose from. We ended up in a 1,000-year-old hotel for kings that was so fantastic. In Thailand? Uh, no, we ended up in France. Okay, we, but, but we Phuket did. is in Thailand, so you, you were willing to go. As, you, you'll trade with somebody as far away as Thailand. Yes. Oh, Tell yes. me some of the countries you've visited, just three or four of them. Okay, we've been to Thailand. We've mm-hmm. been to France, Italy, fantastic, Croatia. I Have you ever been disappointed? Never, ever, Never. ever. And I'll tell you why. Because we communicate with the people. Sometimes 50, 60 letters, phone calls, pictures, and questions, questions, questions. Have you made any friends? Friends, that is the best of everything. I have friends all over the world that I was just talking with my husband. If I was stuck somewhere and needed something, anything, they would choose to pick me up. They'd tell my friends, their friends, they've done it with my son. They've met him at the train. They feed us. They put us up. Or they call friends to do that. It's an amazing, amazing way of traveling. Hey, and Doris. I do it any other way. Doris, I really appreciate you telling us that. Thank you so much. Thank you, and I hope your listeners will try it because I can't say anything bad about it ever. And Doris has got a beautiful place in Delray Beach, Florida, prime time right now. Yes, it's beautiful. (laughs) And I thank you so much for uh, having your listeners listen to this. Hey, thanks, Doris. Thanks for the first-person experience. Always interesting. Take care. Uh, Doris lives in Delray, Florida. She's talking about HomeExchange.com. Uh, there are a couple other similar. Just, just go to Google and type in HomeSwap or HomeExchange and, and uh, see if maybe you can trade your place for someone, else, someone else's. We'll be right back with deals. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at RudyMaxa.com.
join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. Hey, from the Don't Touch My Junk file comes news that some Texas legislators support legislation that would make it illegal for TSA agents at airports to pat down passengers. In fact, if this law is passed in Texas, it would make, in the state of Texas, it a felony to conduct a pat-down. How about that? And you remember when there were telephones in the back seats of airplanes or in the back of the seat of an airplane? You'd be facing the telephone for four hours. Uh, they were eventually removed. Turns out people just didn't use them all that much. I do recall they were quite expensive. I mean, I can't. Was it $1.50 a minute? It was something fairly high. It was before we all had cell phones. Well, phones may be making a reappearance uh, in the in the future, by the end of this year, except this time they're going to be smartphones uh, operating on the Android system. Uh, that would allow passengers to not only make calls but also check emails and surf the internet. Or, I guess you can uh, simply play Angry Birds for hours. But uh, watch for the arrival of Android phones. Uh, in commercial aircraft uh, beginning toward the end of this year, according to uh, the GoGo folks who supply uh, Wi-Fi on airplanes. Got a couple of deals of the week for you. Here's a, here's a real quick... Oh, there's the sound. Oh, there's that cash register. That's how you know it's a deal of the week. Um, here's a real quick one you just ought to know about. It uh, comes to you from Lonely Planet at LonelyPlanet.com. Of course, Lonely Planet puts all those guidebooks. Um, they've got a special offer... Uh, of 30% off all their books and digital chapters of their books uh, on their website. Let's see. I don't know how long it goes. I think I saw the date. Oh, it's one week only. So uh, when does that end? I don't know when that ends. It doesn't say. It's still up right now, so you might want to try it out. So if you've been thinking of buying a guidebook to somewhere, check out The Lonely Planet. It's 30% off. Uh, terms and I keep saying one week only, but it doesn't tell me when that week ends, whether it started today or yesterday or the next day. Well, it's up, so it's still on. So check it out, LonelyPlanet.com, 30%. Or you can just buy a digital chapter of a particular book in a particular part of the world uh, that's of interest to you. Now, here's a great deal. Um, everybody's sort of Tuscany in Italy. Everybody wants to go there, and, you know, thanks to those books, uh, Under the Tuscan Sun, and et cetera, et cetera, the movie. Everybody knows about Tuscany. Right next door to it is Umbria. U-M-B-R-I-A. Right next door to Tuscany is Umbria. And I got to tell you, it's equally beautiful, if not more beautiful. Great lakes, great hills. Uh, Venice is part of that. You may have heard of the, the old towns of uh, uh, Gubbio and uh, uh, others that, uh, for example, like Assisi, where is, uh, you remember San Francis of Assisi? That's where San Francis came from uh, in Assisi. And a tour company called Adventure Center has an incredibly priced tour. It's eight days in Umbria. Uh, for $1,240 per person, I believe. It's hundred, yeah, $150 a day per person. Um, you'll start with spending the first couple days uh, in Venice, uh, which is, uh, Venice actually isn't in Umbria, but it'll get you there eventually. Um, you'll, uh, you'll, you'll have a guided tour of the city. Uh, you'll see it all, the Rialto Bridge, the Piazza San Marco, the Bridge of Size. Uh, you'll uh, get to kick the pigeons out of the way there in the piazza, um, and then you then you will go to uh, you'll be taken to Umbria, um, and you'll spend uh, a three or four in uh, the town of Gubbia. You'll visit Assisi. You'll visit uh, uh, and and you'll wind up your visit 
which is also not in Umbria, the city of Rome. But it's still called Umbria Discovery, um, just because the bulk, about uh, six year days, uh, uh, six nights, will be spent in Umbria. But you'll start out with Venice. It's bookended. The beginning with Venice, the end at Rome. Not a bad way. If you've not been to Italy, this is a great way uh, to see, well, two important cities, Rome and Venice, and then a lovely, lovely region of Umbria next to Tuscany. It's an eight-day tour. It uh, uh, meals are not included, uh, so you might want to take some money for that. And it uh, it uh, is good for departures after April seventeenth. Um, and so check that out by going to uh, adventurecenter.com and look for Umbrian tour. Not a bad uh, deal. Um, they can also provide uh, airfare, of course, for you. Uh, this does not include airfare, I don't think. Uh, no, it doesn't. Okay, so check out airfare as well. Um, but a nice way to get to know Italy. It's great for a first visit, particularly, because you'll have a guided tour of Rome, Venice, and then and then the countryside. So, not bad. Not bad at all. Um, you know, I was speaking a moment ago about uh, um, telephone service returning to air- airplanes. I don't know if you've flown on a plane yet and used Wi-Fi, but I find it terrific, particularly if you're doing some... Uh, four or five hour trip cross country. United and Continental this week finally signed a contract to install Wi-Fi on its aircraft. Right now, I think Delta Airlines uh, leads the race among domestic carriers to offer Wi-Fi on its planes. I fly Delta a lot, and uh, most of their planes now are Wi-Fi equipped. Um, and I just, uh, it's so great to land at my destination after a long flight and not find a mailbox overflowing with email demanding my attention because you took care of it on the flight over. And uh, obviously, you can surf the web and get business done, and that's sort of thing. Uh, you got to keep in mind, however, now that for now, Delta's Wi-Fi only works over land uh, because the whole system is based on ground towers, ground relay towers uh, that keep you connected. So if you're flying Delta across the Atlantic Ocean or the Pacific or even, you know, down to the Caribbean, uh, Wi-Fi does not work over water. There is a charge for it, so keep that in mind. Don't buy it if you're about to fly over a lot of water because you won't get any coverage. It's best for uh, continental United States or, or anywhere where there are land towers in North America. All right. Well, gosh, these two hours go fast. I hope you have had a nice weekend. I hope you are ha- having a nice weekend. I hope you enjoyed listening to Rudy Max's World. I'd like to thank Jeff Ryder, our engineer, who brings... Uh, my voice through the air to your radio receiver and my executive producer is Anna Schofield who puts the shows together and makes it all happen I hope you'll join us again next week uh, here in Rudy Max's World meanwhile have a lovely weekend you've been listening to Rudy Max's World and as always you're hearing must hear radio on the SSI radio network